Welcome to Worship as Pilgrimage. Whether you're on the grounds at Woodland or walking your neighborhood, make your next step a step on sacred ground. Worship as Pilgrimage is a podcast of Woodland Baptist Church. Our opening sentences come from Ernest Campbell. O God, down inside, some carry a brokenness too deep for telling. Some of us are madly in love with a past that can never be again. Many of us are tired of trying to sustain the image of a self that no longer exists. Not a few of us have grown hard and unmannerly from battling social wrongs, and we want to be civil again. Others of our number have become world-wise and sophisticated at the expense of neglected prayer and a seldom-opened Bible, and we yearn to feel that oneness with you which marked our earlier years. O thou whose name we bear, thou has loved us, love us still, until our conflicts are resolved, our imbalances corrected, and our sins which are many lost their appeal for us, before the beauty of thy righteousness. All which we pray in faith and thanksgiving, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen.
Psalm 65 Silence is praise to you, Zion-dwelling God, and also obedience. You hear the prayer in it all. We all arrive at your doorstep, sooner or later loaded with guilt, our sins too much for us. But you get rid of them once and for all. Blessed are the chosen, blessed the guest at home in your place. We expect our fill of good things in your house, your heavenly manse. All your salvation wonders are on display in your trophy room. Earth tamer, ocean pourer, mountain maker, hill dresser, muzzler of sea storm and wave crash, of mobs and noisy riot. Far and wide they'll come to a stop. They'll stare in awe and wonder. Dawn and dusk take turns calling, come and worship. Oh, visit the earth. Ask her to join the dance. Deck her out in spring showers. Fill the God River with living water. Paint the wheat fields golden. Creation was made for this. Drench the plowed fields. Soak the dirt clods with rainfall as harrow and rake. Bring her to blossom and fruit. Snow crown the peaks with splendor. Scatter rose petals down your paths. All through the wild meadows, rose petals. Set the hills to dancing. Dress the canyon walls with live sheep. A drape of flax across the valleys. Let them shout and shout and shout. Oh, oh, let them sing. prayer for illumination. Be still and know that God is here. Be still and know that God is near. Be still and know that God is here. A reading from Romans 8. With the arrival of Jesus, the Messiah, that fateful dilemma is resolved. Those who enter into Christ's being here for us no longer have to live under a continuous, low-lying black cloud. A new power is in operation. The spirit of life in Christ, like a strong wind, has magnificently cleared the air, freeing you from a fated lifetime of brutal tyranny at the hands of sin and death. God went for the jugular when he sent his own son. He didn't deal with the problem as something remote and unimportant. In his son, Jesus, 
he personally took on the human condition, entered the disordered mess of struggling humanity in order to set it right once and for all. The law code, weakened as it always was by fractured human nature, could never have done that. The law always ended up being used as a band-aid on sin instead of a deep healing of it. And now what the law code asked for, but we couldn't deliver, is accomplished as we always, instead of redoubling our own efforts, simply embrace what the Spirit is doing in us. Those who think they can do it on their own end up obsessed with measuring their own moral muscle, but never get around to exercising it in real life. Those who trust God's action in them find that God's Spirit is in them, living and breathing God. Obsession with self and these matters is a dead end. Attention to God leads us out into the open, into a spacious, free life. Focusing on the self is the opposite of focusing on God. Anyone completely absorbed in self ignores God, ends up thinking more about self than God. That person ignores who God is and what he is doing. And God isn't pleased at being ignored. But if God himself has taken up residence in your life, you can hardly be thinking more of yourself than of him. Anyone, of course, who has not welcomed this invisible but clearly present God, the Spirit of Christ, won't know what we're talking about. But for you who welcome him, in whom he dwells, even though you still experience all the limitations of sin, you yourself experience life on God's terms. It stands to reason, doesn't it, that if the alive and present God who raised Jesus from the dead moves into your life, he'll do the same thing in you that he did in Jesus, bringing you alive to himself. When God lives and breathes in you, and he does as surely as he did in Jesus, you are delivered from that dead life. With his spirit living in you, your body will be as alive as Christ's. As you consider how to respond to these words from St. Paul today, listen to this quote from Morris West. If a man is centered upon himself, the smallest risk is too great for him, because both success and failure can destroy him. If he is centered upon God, then no risk is too great, because success is already guaranteed. The successful union of creator and creature beside which everything else is meaningless.
Our benediction for today comes from the Reverend Dr. Ray Vickery. The one who blesses you is the one from whom you came, the one who met you on the road, the one who has sustained you all the days of your life, and the one to whom at last we shall all return. Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen.